What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Thursday, April 27th. It is draft day. The NFL draft officially kicks off this evening in Kansas City. Your Jacksonville Jaguars, they hold the 24th overall pick in the first round, which will conclude this evening. Second round and third round on Friday night, rounds four through seven on Saturday. The Jags hold nine total draft picks. Put out a little feeler for y'all to uh, submit some pre-draft mailbag questions. We're going to get into those mailbag questions right now. Got a lot of good questions here. A lot of thoughtful questions, in my opinion. Really appreciate y'all submitting these. And I'm just going to dive through, dive into it, try to get through as many of these as I possibly can here. Time allowing. We've got Corey. All these came from Twitter, by the way. We've got Corey saying, Do you think grabbing a wide receiver in the later rounds is a good idea? If so, who's your pick? Oh, man, this is a fun one. I think drafting a wide receiver in the later rounds is a good idea pretty much every year, Uh, to be quite honest with you. There's a ton of wide receivers on my board that I value, you know, throughout this draft. I don't think it's the most top-heavy wide receiver class that we've seen in recent years. I think you saw a lot more surefire first-rounders last year and the year before. But throughout this class, there is a ton of talent at the wide receiver position. I mean, it really is just pick your flavor. Are you looking for a slot guy? Are you looking for um, a, a big X receiver? There's so many different options here in this draft. And... I'm just pulling up my wide receiver list so I can run through some of the, you know, later round guys that could potentially be options for Jaguars. I've talked about Grant DeBose out of Charlotte lately. I think he's a kid that has enough size, athleticism, and skill in terms of his release off the line of scrimmage, his route running, getting in and out of breaks, and then the contested catch. And 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 uh, catch radius, I think that Grant DuBose has a chance to be a starting caliber receiver in the NFL. I really do. And so he's one of the guys that I would value late in the draft. 
let's look at some of these other ones. I mean, Xavier Hutchinson, he's projected to be a day three pick. This is a local kid, went to Bartram Trail High School. I think he is going to be a high-quality possession receiver at the next level who's able to uh, extend away from his body to go get the football and, and kind of be similar to a Marvin Jones at, at the next level. I think you talk about Dontavion Wicks. He's a really interesting wide receiver prospect. The Jaguars have shown interest in him. They've met with him. Um, Had a really down year at Virginia. The entire Virginia offense did. But you look at his skill set and his ability to, again, come down with some contested catches. Has really, really long arms and big hands that allow him to extend away from his body and bring some balls in. And I think that with his skill set, he has a chance to be similar to a Brandon Ayuk type of player at the next level. Somebody you can get the ball in their hands quickly and uh, he can make people miss. Then you've got you know Parker Washington as a kid out of, out of Penn State that I love who's going to be a, a big, thick slot at the next level, going to catch everything thrown his way. His teammate, uh, Tinsley, Mitchell Tinsley out of Penn State, who went to Western Kentucky before that. He catches everything thrown his way. I think he can be an underneath target at the next level, underneath to intermediate target at the next level. There's just so many prospects. I mean, Andre Yoshivas out of Princeton. This is one of the best athletes at the wide receiver position we've ever seen uh, when you talk, talk about his entire athletic score. And uh, he's raw. But can he win on the vertical plane and, and um, on – crossers and things like that early on in his career, I think he can. And I think he can develop into a starter for you. Uh, I look at a guy like a guy like Charlie Jones, who I think should be a day two pick. He's going to end up being a day three pick, but he catches everything thrown his way. And he's a tremendous route runner and he's got good athleticism. He's a little undersized in terms of his frame. He has the height you're looking for just a little bit uh, thin overall. I mean, Puka Nakua out of BYU, this is a guy that Another guy that I think is going to be a really good possession receiver at the next level. Catch everything thrown his way. There's just so many options. Uh, It's hard to really pin it down, but I guess I would say out of all these guys, who would I be most excited to land? If, If the Jaguars landed Xavier Hutchinson in the fourth round, that would be awesome. They landed Charlie Jones anytime on day three, that'd be awesome. But any of these guys I think would be worthy flyers on day three for the Jacksonville Jaguars at the wide receiver position. So yeah, I would take a wide receiver late in the draft pretty much every year unless I went ahead and stocked up earlier in the draft. So I think this is this year is no no different there. I think wide receiver, yeah, I would be willing to take one, you know, anytime really after the first round if I was the Jacksonville Jaguars. But will they take one early? I don't think so. I think it's a possibility they take one later. They do have a a nice core of wide receivers in Jacksonville. You talk about Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones. Um, They also have Jamal Agnew, who they like. They, They like Kendrick Pryor and Tim Jones as well. But could they bring in competition to compete for the back end of the roster? I think so. I think they could. Uh, We've also got another question here from Jorge, who has a multiple choice question for me. After the Cam Robinson suspension, would you A, trade up for Darnell Wright, Broderick Jones, or Paris Johnson? B, choose between Dewan Jones and Anton Harrison at 24? C, wait for Bergeron in the second round? D, follow the board and draft Branch, Murphy, slash Banks? Um, This is a good question. So would I want to trade up for Darnell Wright, Broderick Jones, or Paris Johnson? 
I do think that they present a lot of value. Do I want to trade up for them? I would say probably that's not my number one route just because you're giving up quite a bit of of draft capital to move up for a tackle uh, when I think there's potentially better options for you there. Um, We've also got choose between Dewan Jones and Anton Harrison at 24 as option B. I definitely like that option. Um, I, I prefer Anton Harrison to Dewan Jones. But if you're telling me Anton Harrison's the pick at 24, does that get me excited? Absolutely. I think Anton Harrison's going to be a starter in the NFL for a long time. He's a young prospect. He's on my wish list for the Jaguars. Uh, good athlete with good length who started a lot of games at Oklahoma at left tackle. I think he can play some right tackle for you as well. C is wait for Bergeron in the second round. I don't know that Matthew Bergeron's going to make it to the Jaguars pick in the second round at 56 overall. I wouldn't be shocked if he comes off the board in the first round. I think he's that good. I think he'll definitely be an early second rounder as well uh, if he doesn't go off the board in the first round. Um, D is follow the board and draft Branch, Murphy, or Banks. Uh, I, I like B and D a lot here. And if I'm following the board, Anton Harrison would be right there with Brian Branch, Miles Murphy, and Deontay Banks on my personal board. Uh, So I guess I would go with option D and also include Anton Harrison in option D instead of option B. Uh, That's kind of how I would look at it there, Jorge. Chris on Twitter says, what do you think about their big board? Or what do you think their big board is at 24 overall? Van Ness, Torrance, Banks, Branch, Harrison. These are the guys that I think the Jaguars would be interested in at at 24 overall. I don't know how to stack that big board uh, exactly. I would guess probably Van Ness is at the top of that list. Probably Brian Branch, Deontay Banks, and Osiris Torrance in the same range. And then Anton Harrison somewhere in there as well. Uh, But not exactly sure. That would be my guess though. Ben says, there are rumors about the Jags moving down and taking Darnell Washington. How would you feel about this? Personally, uh, Darnell Washington is not super high on my list of tight ends. Yes, he's an absolute mammoth. I think he's going to be a really good run blocker, potentially a six offensive lineman type of tight end at the next level, which will help you out. And it does complement what Evan Ingram already brings to the table. But for me, his re- his projection as a receiver it's a little worrisome. It's, it takes a lot of projection to say this guy's going to be an impact balanced tight end at the next level. And I think drafting a tight end in round one, I'm not drafting a guy just to be a blocker. I'm just not. I'm sorry. And for me, there's too much projection with his receiving skill set for me to feel super comfortable there. I think there's a lot of talented tight ends that can be uh, more of an impact in the passing game and potentially help you a little bit as blockers. Uh, so Darnell Washington, not for me personally in the first round, but I do see the value. And, and I do see the fact that if Darnell Washington reaches his ceiling, he could be one of the most dominant tight ends in the league, both as a blocker and receiver. But I just think there's a long, long way to go before you reach that ceiling. Michael says, of the realistic options at 24, who do you think the fans would be most excited about slash least excited about? I'll go ahead and say I think they'd be most excited about Brian Branch because that's the name that's been floating around the Jaguars the most. And I think he would be, you know, fit a need. He'd be the top player at that position. And when it comes to who I think that they the fans would be least excited about, I'll go ahead and say B.J. Ojolari, who's somebody I would be actually fired up for the Jaguars to land because I think he fits what they need really well. But I think people see 
you know, edge rusher out of LSU who's a little undersized in terms of the frame. And I think some folks might get scared away from that. Uh, would not surprise me if folks were a little bit, uh, you know, helmet scouting there. All right, we've got Eric from Twitter. Biggest sleeper for the Jaguars. This is a very unspecific question. I'm going to go ahead and assume since it is day one that we're talking about here in the NFL draft, we're going to talk about at 24 overall, the biggest sleeper for the Jaguars. I'll be honest with you. I don't think that the Jaguars are going to select a sleeper at 24 overall. I think one of the names that we've been talking about here is going to end up being the pick. Uh, You know, whether it's a Brian Branch or Osiris Torrance, one of these pass rushers we've talked about. I think it's going to be someone that that has been connected to the Jaguars at some point in this pre-draft lead-up. But if I was going to offer one prospect who I think maybe could be somewhere fairly high on their board compared to consensus, you know, maybe in the range at 24 overall, I'll say Derek Hall, the edge rusher out of Auburn, who Jim Nagy, the senior bowl director, kind of connected to the Jaguars earlier this, this offseason and What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you look at him, he has tremendous natural leverage. He's only about six foot three, but he has really long arms. And he's able to use those arms to keep offensive lineman off of his chest and kind of dictate what he's trying to do. He has really good athleticism at the position. He's strong. He'll set the edge. He's not a big, big edge like a Trayvon Walker or even a Josh Allen, more in that 255-pound range. But I think when you're looking at how he could complement Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker and potentially be a starter long-term, he's going to play the run at a high level. I think he's an underrated edge rusher from a pass rush standpoint. I wouldn't be surprised if Derek Hall was somewhere pretty high on their board at 24 overall. But again, I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to be one of these prospects that we've talked about. I think we've covered a ton of prospects here on this channel. I think it's going to be one of those guys has come up in these conversations. Mark says, 24th overall for Chase Young? Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. Sign me up. Chase Young, this is a blue chip talent that has had some unfortunate injury luck as of late. I would absolutely, with with the infrastructure the Jaguars have in place, you know, with Doug Peterson at head coach, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, you've got a lot of good pieces around um, on both sides of the ball. I think trying to bring in a Chase Young, swing for the fences with a Chase Young, absolutely. Now, would the Commanders trade Chase Young for the 24th overall pick? Who knows? But in this world where, where we're saying the Commanders would part ways with Chase Young for 24 overall, would I do it? Absolutely. Poppy says, edge rushers that could be available from 24 through round three, who also have bend, 
and two to three pass rush moves. So that's pretty specific there. Um, and, and for me, when I look at this edge class, I see a lot more prospects that aren't super bendy, but but they have a little bit more speed to power. They have a little bit more length and size on their, on their side. But I, I did pick out three prospects who I think makes sense for this for this question here, B.J. Ojolari, who we've talked about quite a bit here, um, out of LSU. I know some people are going to look at him, and I already mentioned him, and say, you know, oh gosh, we can't take another small LSU edge rusher. But B.J. Ojolari, in my opinion, he has the biggest arsenal of pass rush moves in this class. He knows how to use them. He's got an inside spin, dip and rip, ghost move. He, he, he can win on the outside track. He can win inside. He can win using speed to power as well. Super active hands, relentless motor. He's got the athleticism and the bend that I think you're talking about here. And I think I wouldn't be shocked if he is somewhere high up on the Jaguars board uh, with the 24th overall pick. But would be surprising for me if they ended up selecting him. Uh, But could he be available in the second round for the Jaguars? Absolutely. Another one who I think could be available in the second round for the Jaguars, who has some of those traits you're talking about, Felix Anudike Uzoma. I don't think he's necessarily the bendiest. I think there is some stiffness. But when you talk about a guy who has a, a big bag of pass rush moves, um, has some really impressive physical traits as well in terms of his overall athleticism, even if he's not the bendiest on the planet, I think Felix Anudike Uzoma makes a lot of sense as a rotational rusher for the Jaguars. Um, And then finally here, Byron Young, the edge rusher out of Tennessee. He's going to be 25 years old, or he's already 25 years old. But an incredible story for him. You know, he was a a dollar store, you know, assistant general manager a couple years ago. And now he's going to be drafted in the NFL draft. But Byron Young, he has... Incredible athleticism off the edge. He can really explode upfield. And I think he does have a couple moves in his bag. He can definitely win around the outside arc. He's really good at kind of setting up the transition back to back to the inside as well. So I think those are three names that could make sense as guys who... I'm not going to say they're the bendiest necessarily. I think B.J. Ojolari has bend. I think Byron Young has bend. I think Andrew D.K. Uzoma has some bend, but it's really more about his bag of tricks that he has for you. But yeah, I think those are three names that kind of make sense for that question for you there, Poppy. And then finally, we've got John asking, how late is too late to address guard, corner, and pass rush? Start at guard for me. I think... The latest that you you feel comfortable addressing guard is probably the fourth round, in my opinion. And guard is a, a, a position that's not super highly valued. It's not one of these premium positions in the draft. I think there's going to be quality guards available to you in the fourth round. The Jaguars, if they had to go into the season with their current set of guards, are they okay? Yeah, I think they're all right. I mean, Ben Barch is still recovering from the ligament damage and dislocated knee that he suffered last year. He's ahead of schedule, according to the Jaguars, but not expected to be ready for the very beginning of training camp. Expected to be healthy at some point during training camp before the start of the regular season. You've got Tyler Shatley still in the fold. Obviously, Brandon Sheriff is your starter at right guard. You did bring in some depth to compete at guard this offseason. You brought back Cole Van Lannon, added a couple other guys to the mix as well. Uh, So I don't think they're absolutely in dire straits at guard, but... Would you like to upgrade the position to have someone to come in and compete with a Ben Barch and a Tyler Shatley? I think so. And I think you also talk about 
Tyler Shatley and Ben Barch going into the final year of their contracts in 2023. You want to establish some uh, some depth here before they end up before they end up. You know, either Tyler Shatley could retire, could resign. You know, Ben Barch not sure what they're going to do with him following the 2023 season. But yeah, I do think that you could bring in guard. Um, I, I would guess you would want to do it in the top top four rounds because I think if you're going to find someone that's actually going to compete with Ben Barch, you're probably going to need to do it in the top four rounds. Corner for me, I mean, really, I think you would like to add a secondary piece, whether it's a nickel corner or an outside corner or someone who can do both in the first two rounds. I think at, at the third round at the very latest uh, for a corner. But for me, I'd be really, really looking in those top top two rounds. The good thing about this corner class is it is deep. So is it possible the Jaguars could find a guy that can come in and compete to start from day one in the third round? Yeah, I do. I do think that's possible. So that's why I'm not going to say absolutely you've got to do it with your first two picks. But personally for me, I would probably be trying to do it with my top two picks. If not, definitely in the third round. And then pass rush, I guess we're talking about edge rushers since the Jaguars have three interior defensive linemen that are under contract and, and making you know a pretty penny right now. I would go ahead and say pass rush, edge rusher, you have your two starters. You probably, like corner, need to get one of these guys in the top three rounds. You need a rotational edge. I think the Jaguars, I think they need a veteran edge as well. But I think you want a rotational edge and a guy who gives you some flexibility when you're looking at this position. You know, Josh Allen going into the final year of his rookie deal, that fifth-year option for the for the Jaguars. You don't know the future there. You don't know if you're going to sign him long-term how that's all going to play out. So I think bringing in an edge to be a rotational rusher this year and get and be someone that gives you some flexibility at the position moving forward would be really wise in the first three rounds. Um, so yeah, that'll do it though for this edition of Duval Daily, this mailbag edition of the show, draft day edition of the show. Really appreciate all y'all for tuning in. Appreciate you for submitting these questions. I think we had a lot of really good ones. Hopefully this was an informative discussion um, on just the NFL draft and the Jacksonville Jaguars heading into night one of the NFL draft. Again, in Kansas City, Thursday night. Jaguars have the 24th overall pick. They've got nine total picks in the NFL draft. Can't wait to see how it all unfolds. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Let me know what you think. You can also follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also hit the notification bell so you do not miss a show. Drop a comment in the comment section. And if you're on your podcast platform of choice, please subscribe and review. Helps us out a ton. Have a great rest of your day, Duval. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.